code and go to the live custom stream. And where did Sean go? <laughs> I'm going to go to the live custom stream. Oof, he's gone. Not the end button, but we are. What's up, everybody? Um, Half the people on the panel tonight are experiencing bad weather, so you may experience some technical difficulties. Um, Susan just lost power and Will's soon to follow and Sean just disappeared for who knows why. So that's, we'll a, see what happened. that's a real mystery. Because <laughs> I looked at Sean's weather and it's like perfect. Here he got, comes. <laughs> we got plenty to talk about. All right. Can you hear me now? Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What, was I here the entire time? Because I knew I should have flew uh, tonight. Okay. Yeah. Something went crazy over here too. So, anyways, welcome everybody. My name is Sean Simon, speaking your grandpa over here in uh, Arkansas. This is Clear Prop TV, also known as PPG Grandpa's Paramotor Podcast. Uh, we got Susan Ray with us tonight, but she is under a tornado warning and bad weather. Her power went out, and now she's just on her phone. So to make sure that we can get all the information that we possibly can from her uh, before her phone dies, we're going to go live a little bit sooner. Um, so welcome to the show. Glad you could make it here under these circumstances. Yay. I cleaned my office for nothing. You what? <laughs> We can't speed my office for nothing in the background. We can't see anything anyway. Mm -hmm. she, cleaned, she cleaned her office for nothing. Oh, gotcha. Well, if you sprayed uh, some some spray to make it smell good, we can't smell it either. So, you know. <laughs> um, I don't know if you're still there, but I see is a, all I see is a smile, but I don't see it moving. So hopefully we still got you. Uh, Susan, are you still there? Okay, so we don't have her right now, and uh, we'll wait until she comes back. Until then, let's go ahead and say hello to everybody on the panel. Will Fly from Will Fly PPG. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing real good, man. Just coming down from the high of being at Moonshiners flying. Absolutely amazing. It's quickly turning into my favorite test flying. Really? That's awesome. Yeah, man. Just a great vibe to it and a lot of pretty uh, uh, scenery. Just can't go wrong. That's awesome. Yeah, um, I, my time hop is popping up with all the uh, Moonshiner videos and pictures that we did. So that's pretty cool. It's, it's nice to look back and, and see that. So I like I like the good old time hop. Well, glad that you're here, Will. And if you guys haven't been over to Will's channel, which I'm sure you have, just go over to willflyppg.com. Check out his YouTube channel. Hit that subscribe button and that bell notification because he puts out some really good content. We also got our very own JB from jbppg.com. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing pretty good. So we're just kind of living the dream up here, uh, working on a few projects. And uh, I got some announcements we'll make next week. I'll be ready to make those, Sean, next week. All right. And uh, so some big things coming. So everybody just have to tune in next week to find out. Well, that sounds good to me. Um, but I don't think we're going to have a live show next week. 
Oh, and maybe have to wait till we do have a live show. Give or, me or we can do a podcast and make it go uh, live when uh, next Monday. You want to do that? That's fine with me. I don't care either way. All right. And that way we get something on here. You know, I mean, I don't want a, a, a week without a podcast. That's that's crazy talk. So we can do that. I think we lost Will too. So Will's in the same area as Susan, and um, hopefully everything is just just a, a power failure. But they are okay. So um, praying for them for sure. So jbppg.com. So you got some really cool stuff, and we'll talk about that. And we'll make our own podcast. So maybe next week we'll have a whole podcast just with jbppg.com. Woo! I mean, we already had a, a whole podcast yeah. with you before the last time that yeah, uh, I was running you. around in your neck of the woods. Yeah. All right. We'll, we'll do something like that. Well, good to see you, JB. And uh, we still got that 10% off if you mention PPG Grandpa. Correct. Always. Awesome. And as always, I love my mug. I got a great run into the sky and PBG Grandpa on the other side. And JB uh, made this for me. So if you want your very own mug with your very own picture or your logo or whatever you want to, just get up with him and he will hook you up. Mention PPG Grandpa and he'll give you 10% off. Woo, 10%. Excellent. We also got our very own maple syrup guy driving, and uh, most people know him as maple syrup guy, but he's actually Jim. I mean, you can you can call him Jim, and Jim, the maple syrup guy, Jim. Yeah, we can call him that. From Canada, eh? Driving. Are you in Canada, or where are you, buddy? Yeah, I'm in Canada at the moment. Is it cold I'm up there? I'm on my way home. Is it cold up there? Oh, heck no. Man, it's hot. It's not Texas cold up in Canada. <laughs> you been doing any flying lately buddy uh apparently you have yeah every morning every afternoon we just had the bridge city fly in in lethbridge and it it was amazing awesome. we had uh three morning four mornings of flying and three evenings and some afternoon flying so it was it was pretty cool i broke a prop so I got my new badge, and, and uh, what else? Oh, I went under a bridge for the first time. I was so stoked. You got it on video, I hope. Somebody did. It's not the greatest, <laughs> but it is somebody caught it. So it actually happened. Oh, excellent. Well, just got a text from Will. He said that the power went out. So looks like uh, North Carolina is under a tornado warning and power is going out. So if you guys are in North Carolina or the surrounding areas, um, we're praying for you. Hope everything is okay. And um, just keep us up to date to make sure everything's good. All right, Jim. Uh, thank you so much, buddy. I'm glad that you're here. You own carepp.com care printing and publishing up in Canada, you help us make a lot of cool stuff, including some decals. And uh, apparently you make some checks too that you send out. I love that. So how does that work, buddy? Well, you can get up with me, just connect with me and I can make print virtually anything you need, except for money. I don't do that. Uh, but I can print checks. 
and the money will come out of your bank account, not mine. So God it's a pretty good deal. Excellent. Well, if you ever print money, we can go on a spending spree. <laughs> if you want anything from Jim, just make sure you tell him that PPG Grandpa sent you and he will give you 10% off anything that he does up there in Canada, eh? With his maple syrup smelling money, eh? I love it. <laughs> For sure. For sure. Jim, you know I love you, buddy. All right, thank Sounds you so much. Good. <laughs> thank you for everything you do we also got linda anderson with the pom-poms <laughs> where's the pom -poms? Hey. there we go i love the pom-poms <sighs> welcome everybody i'm so like chilled tonight monday night thank you chatters i can't see you in there but i know you're there and i really appreciate you on monday night much love as always and uh yes uh let's you know pray for these people the storms that are hitting it's pretty quiet on my my part here um, in lovely northern Michigan. It's like 69 degrees. Very nice. Very nice. Very nice. I managed to walk to the lake a couple of days ago. And that was that was nice. It was a little bit warm, but, you know, 78, 79, that's warm. That's warm here. But, um, yeah, it's all good. But welcome, everybody. I'll keep it short and sweet. And if you want to be on the show. Just go to my Facebook. Did I say it backwards? Probably. It's ParamountUSA.com, which takes you to my Facebook. And just uh, DM me and say, hey, I want to be on your show. See, on my show. I want to be on Grandpa's show. And, uh, you know, I'll get you all set up. So there you go. That's it. Enjoy. Enjoy. Excellent. Glad that you're here. Awesome. I got another text saying that uh, uh, Susan only has one bar and uh, she's not really getting good signal, so she's going to stay off the phone. So tonight's just going to be talking about paramotors, which is okay. And hopefully we'll yeah. get Susan on next time. And uh, That's and right. She has a great nonprofit organization, AuroraPPG.org. So make sure you go there and check that out. All of our information is down in the description, but we'll definitely do this one again. We also got Scuba Steve from MotorDude.com. What you doing, buddy? I'm wondering if Linda remembers what I said last week. You said you said I, you said better yet, how much I weighed. Oh, that's I right. I started yeah. a diet on the 31st. So okay. do you want an update now or do you want to wait until the end of the month? Might as well just tell us right now what's going on. It sounds like you you look like you lost some weight. I've hey. lost nine pounds in a week. Wow. Congratulations. Congratulations, Steve. How's that? <laughs> She's mad. Women never lose weight as fast or some no. weird genetic thing. But yeah, what's oh, going to happen is I'll drop a is. lot and then it'll Steve, I know what it is. I've 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 uh, looked at the literature. Okay, mm -hmm. so this is what the literature is with men and women when it comes to weight loss. All right, women think a lot about everything. Right, they think about this, that, and the other. What am I going to wear? What am I going to eat? What is this? What is that? When it comes to guys, we are just we're just focused on one thing. I mean, not too much comes up here. It's usually just oh yeah, don't eat today. That's all we do. So we lose a lot of weight and women think about it and it 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 hurts them when they think too much about it. 
be a guy, you know, when it comes to just focus on, oh, yeah, that's right, I'm eating today. Are you saying it hurts women to think? It, it hurts men to think. That's why we don't. <laughs> there you go. It hurts them. It just, we're smart enough not to think. No, we're dumb. We're, we're dumb as a box of rocks, man. All we think about is the same thing, right? Food or no food, sleep or no sleep. That's it. Then it's like, oh, yeah, maybe work. But, you know, All right. we Sounds don't think good. very much. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Scoop Steve. Um, well, that was about it. Yeah, I was at 256 and now I'm at 247. So, I mean, but that's not a naked weight. Maybe if I took off all my clothes, I'd be 246, 245. <laughs> naked weight. <laughs> I mean, hey, you got to cheat on the scale, right? Here. Let's take off all of our clothes. Uh, <laughs> so what, what are you on that keto? Yeah, I'm on keto. I've, I've did keto for like two years straight. And I was so burned out and ready to eat something. I, I went back to just eating whatever the heck I wanted. And now I'm, since I've gained the weight back, it's time to lose it all again and then just keep doing the ramps. But you're not like starving, starving yourself. You <laughs> no, just go it, to the store and buy all keto food or something. Or? It's weird. Yeah, we do have um, keto is kind of weird because it's a lot of protein. You want more fat than protein, honestly, but it, you don't starve. Once you make it past the first couple of days, you really don't even get that hungry anymore. Your body's just burning off fat. So you, I mean, I can eat a little bit and I'm fine. Um, and for, people, for people out there that think that they have to go buy keto bars and keto drinks, keto just means that you're off of sugar. Pretty much you're off of sugar and you're not oh, eating. Is that what it is? Yeah, no, yeah. So no sugar and no processed carbs. You know, I mean, you can eat all the meat, fruits and veggies that you want to, as long as you're cooking it yourself. So you don't have to go out and buy keto bars and keto drinks, right. and keto shakes and stay off of sugar and stay away from the carbs. The process yeah, fact, is not good carbs, which is like, you know, from the earth. In fact, if yeah. you go out and buy those bars and those shakes and stuff like that, you're sometimes doing yourself a disservice yes. when it comes to being on the diet. I agree. Yeah, I'm staying under 25 carbs a day. So that's low. That's like nothing. <laughs> but it, um, yeah, it is a lifestyle. Um, it is true, uh, Tony. It is a lifestyle change. And I've done it before, so I'm used to it. Um, you know, you get this keto flu when you first start. Um, you'll feel like really tired and stuff. And then once your body starts burning off the fat, all the energy comes back and then you're good to go. I mean, I'll probably be able to take off better, which would be awesome. Well, then you have to go out and buy all new clothes. Oh, darn. I hate when I lose weight and got to buy new uh, clothes. I'll just, I'll just tighten my belt. I'll be fine. There you go. I know. <laughs> That's what Sean was talking about. The ladies are like, I can't afford a new wardrobe, so I better not lose weight. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Well, you know what that keto flu is? The keto flu is you getting off of the sugars and carbohydrates that are addictive and you're actually detoxing. Yeah. True. Yeah. Have you ever tried to get off of sugar and try to get off of caffeine? You will feel like crap and then you go right back to it because it's it's easier to just drink that that soda, you know, eat that that Twinkie than to actually do something about it, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with Butch. He can't seem to gain a pound, but he eats all the food in the house. He does. <laughs> and he uses all my shampoo, all my conditioner. 
<laughs> James the same yeah. way. I'm both skinny as a rail. I'm using all these hair products. <laughs> I can't help it. I volunteered to take some of yours, Steve, but I, I, I'd, I'd gladly give it to you, man. Maybe I could get a smaller wing. You know, all these people, oh, I'll fly 15, 16. There's no damn way. I would fly it right down into the dirt. There's no, there's no getting in the air with that small of a wing. I like larger wings. I like being able to take off a new wind and go float, you know, and then if the motor goes out or I want to just get up to 5,000 feet, turn off the motor, man, I can glide forever. If you're on a yeah. small wing, you don't, you just don't have the fun. I do like the glide I ratio on that class A wing I got. You can just glide, you know. People are like, oh, you were near the water. I was like, man, I could have glided to the next town over. I'm fine. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and Steve, you do a podcast on Fridays. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, Friday, um, every every Friday, 8 to 10 o'clock, I do a show. You can just go to paramotordude.com. Um, we talk about paramotors and vaping, mainly vaping, but also paramotors. It's it's bound to get in there because I can't resist it. I, mean, I, what, I can admit, I watched it for the first time last, last Friday, and it was hilarious my wife and i just sat here did nothing but laugh <laughs> well, thanks. thanks i appreciate that yeah we just um we just have a good time on there um i try to talk about new products that i get in vape wise but uh yeah i can't resist talking about paramotor. if you're a paramotor pilot you're gonna talk about paramotors it's just it's just gonna happen yep. <laughs> so all you can think about is when can i go flying again you know what what's next? And I and I got some floats now. So now if I if I do go in the water, oh here they are. Which these are hard to find now. The power the to be sure power floats. So I'm gonna hook these up on my cage right beside me, so that way it doesn't affect me at all. And if it fills up, it's gonna hold my paramotor and, and me up. So I'll be good. I like that. Excellent. Um, and floats is because the number one cause of death in paramotoring, you would think that it would be falling from the sky. It's not. It's drowning. I mean, yeah. hey, I can swim. I mean, I wouldn't be, you know, scuba Steve if I couldn't swim my butt off. But not when there's a 80-pound motor strapped on my back. No, that's mm. or or tangled up in lines. That's that's yeah. what I'm worried about more than anything. Is Plus you're, you can get it you're, you're also assuming that you're conscious. Yeah, yeah, you might be unconscious. You know, there's there's lots of factors. If you hit the water hard enough, it could knock you out and you're going to drown. So it doesn't take but like a tablespoon of water to drown. So there you go. Acro. No, I'm not, I'm not doing any acro, Jade. No, no. I have no, no desire. I know everybody likes doing bear rolls and all kinds of, I, I'm not, I, I enjoy just being up there looking at the sunset, just, just flying in general. I'm not a big acro guy. Flying low is cool. I don't like going so low that I have to worry about power lines and stuff though. But other than that, that's it. I did big ears for the first time. And I'll tell you what a letdown. <laughs> Well, it, it, is the most benign, <laughs> it is the most benign thing that we can do as a paramotor pilot is to pull big ears. And when you do and you realize that 25 and 25%, that's 50%, you just knock down 20 or 50% of your wing and you're still flying no problem. Once you do big ears, you realize 
you know, a wingtip collapse that's 50, that's the uh, 25% on one side is nothing because we pull big ears. That's 50%. I mean, it's very benign. It's actually, weird on that, that BGD wing I got. The yeah. lines are actually marked with the ears. You just grab oh. those. Yeah, it's marked for the big ears. It's got like wow. two big pictures of ears. You pull those down to do big ears. Pretty cool. Oh, cool. I still don't want to try it, but they're there if I ever want to. <laughs> <laughs> What's really bad. cool. What's really I, cool. I haven't I been high enough to do big ears yet. I'm not doing big ears at 300 feet. No. Oh, no. <laughs> I did uh, I did a really good video about um, how much you can go down and what happens when you do video or when you do big ears. And at a thousand feet, I pulled big ears and I was descending pretty nicely. And then about 10 feet off the ground, I let the big ears up. So I went down like this, let the big ears up, and I just kept on going straight. It was like, oh. didn't, don't even descend anymore as soon as you pop out the big ears. 10 feet off the ground. You must have been looking straight down. There's no way you would until you were 10 forward. feet. You ground. always look forward. You could if you look down, you won't be able to. I'm, I'm just saying, what well, I'm like 10 feet. I wouldn't have waited that long. But I think next time I'm gonna go all the way down to two feet because I bet I can go all the way down, hit the you know, let the big ears out and just come in. And I'm gonna try to come in for a landing with big ears. So I'm gonna come in big ears, let them out, pull brakes, and uh set down. That's gonna be my next there you thing. go. So yeah. I have a question about that, Sean, about the big ears. Where are and, you, Will? Uh, can you hear me? I can hear you. I don't see you, though. Yeah, I don't have any power, so I'm calling on my phone. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Um, but as far as the big ears go, I mean, I've done big ears, but I've never done it, you know, uh, close to the ground. But as far as the um, reinflation, is it is it symmetrical always? Yeah, well, every time that I've done it, it seems like it uh, pops up perfectly. And then you go from going down like this to immediately going back, you know, um, uh, level. Yeah, I guess that would be my only fear is if one of them didn't, uh, you know, if it was an asymmetric inflation. And, but I don't know. Your wing, all right, some wings, they, you have got to shake out the big ears right? Like my gin vantage, right? So if I pull biggers with that, I'm going to have to shake them out a little bit. Uh, the Roadster, they went down and then as soon as I let go, they pop right back up. The um, uh, Another one, some of them will pop up immediately. Some of them you got to shake out. So make sure that you know how to pull out of the big ears in case something happens. So if they pop right back out, you know, it should be okay. If you got to shake them out, I wouldn't take it too far to the ground. I mean, it's always risk versus reward, right? Never do acro close to the ground. So I'll never tell anybody out there, pull big ears until you're 10 feet off the ground. Don't do it. Don't do it. You know, if you're going to do big ears, thousand feet up there, do big ears, figure it out, learn it, go to an SIV clinic, but don't ever do low acro. All right. What people do that have been in the field for a while and have been doing stuff may look like, hey, I want to do that. But if you're a new pilot, don't do it. You know, I mean, I've done big ears and went down close to the ground many times. You know, as I got closer, I pull it out, you know, and I would do that closer and closer to the deck. So I know what my wing's going to do. I started off high and over the course of months, I keep on getting lower and lower. Right. So mm -hmm. don't go out there and just think that you can do big ears all the way to 10 feet. It won't work for you. I mean, it, like it's a it's a benign maneuver, really, if you think about it. But it's very it important because it's an emergency descent technique. 
Exactly. So, um, yeah, there's really no reason to practice it close to the ground if you yeah. don't have to. You know, practice everything up high and make sure you have a reserve when you do that. Yeah, man. Don't do anything dumb. You know, people like uh, Tucker Gott can do barrel rolls and launch off of bicycles. So, you know, he does some crazy stuff, but he's been in the field for a long, long time. And this is all he does. So, you know, don't try to do something that Tucker Gott does or me or anybody else that you see on the Internet, because if you're not a if you haven't done it or actually I'm going to say, say this, go to an SIV clinic, get hours on your belt, any acro you do thousand feet up don't get hurt wear a reserve sound right. advice absolutely uh mad sloper said why do ppg guys need to do big ears ppg already comes down fast as heck um depending on the wing size you can come down really quick um let's go to butch real quick butch flies uh, a couple of different wings and he got himself a kind of advanced wing. Uh, first of all, Butch, go ahead and say hi to everybody and introduce yourself. And we'll uh, talk about your your hot wing that you tried. All right. Um, Butch Fly. You can find me at YouTube, ppgbutch.com. You can also find me there. You can find me on Instagram, Butch Fly. Uh, I'm the... Disability assessment officer over at Run Into the Sky. And I bought a Dudex Solo 18 meter and it's pretty hot. <laughs> so we, so you started off originally with an A-wing and you foot launched, you trike with it, and then you got this uh, little bit hotter wing. And, you know, you think that, all right, it's the same size. Was it the same size as the other wing? No. All right, what was the other wing? What's the A-wing? What size is uh, that? 24. Okay, so you went from 24 to an 18. All right. <laughs> so what is the difference in glide from that 24? I don't think it was a 24. That doesn't sound right. We'll, we'll double check. But um, what did it feel like going from an A-wing to that B-wing as far as coming in? You came in a lot hotter. A lot hotter. It was a lot more dynamic. And I liked the way that I was able to cut through the wind, you know, it handled fine. I love flying it, but the landing part, it came in a lot hotter and I was not prepared for it. And I tried it two times and ended up pretty much doing a butt landing and <laughs> both times. So as far as um, we haven't done any big years with you yet because you're still under 30 flights. But uh, like what Mad Soper, Mad Soper said, why do PPG guys need to do big ears? PPG already comes down fast as heck. I've done some videos and I would go up to 1,000, 2,000, 3,000 feet, cut my motor, and the glide takes me forever to get down. All right. Mm -hmm. So if I needed to get down quickly for something, I could do spirals, but spirals could you could end up in a, um, a face down spiral and locking in. If you don't know how to unlock a spiral, that could make you spiral all the way down to the ground. So it's not a very safe way to lose um, altitude if you need to, right? Big ears, most benign way of doing it. You just pull the outermost A's, the wingtips come in, 
and you descent a lot quicker, 50% quicker, I would assume, because we're on 50% less wing. I don't know if it's 50% or not, but you come down a little bit faster. And that is a great descent. Um, butch, uh, on your A-wing, you can stay up there and just coast down forever. It takes you forever to get down. Yeah. On the uh, the solo, the Dudek solo, you came down a lot faster. A lot faster. Okay. Mad yeah. Sloper, I got a question for you, uh, buddy. Uh, what size wing do you use? And what is your all-up weight? There may be a reason why you come down pretty quick. So other than that, Butch, um, how are you liking trekking? Oh, loving it. Loving it. Just did my first touch and goes a couple of days ago. And man, that was awesome. It, something about the touch and goes made it click. On the as glide, far as landing, slope. as far as landing, yeah, as far as the landing and the glide slope, understanding that a lot better, you know, coming in under power, that was totally different because every other landing I'd done or every landing I'd done had been with no power, you know, I always killed it out and came in on the glide slope, but with a touch and go, it, it was like, oh, okay, now I see it, now I get it. You know, I see how people are doing the foot drags and the hovering now. I, I was always afraid to try it because I didn't want to come in and smack the ground. You know, <laughs> uh, you're definitely doing much better. Uh, whenever Mad Soper lets us know what size wing and all up, someone uh, let me know. All right. Hey, we also got Kevin in the house. Kevin from Mississippi. What's up, big guy? What's up? How is everybody? Doing pretty good over here, man. So um, you are a student. You are from Mississippi. You come over here when you're able to. Um, how has your training been? How do you feel like your training has been over the last uh, month or so? Um, I feel like it's coming along. Uh, there's a lot to, uh, a, I'm not going to say in a short amount of time, but there's a lot to process, I guess, in the times that I am able to come. Some things are 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 clicking better than others, uh, but uh, practice makes perfect. So uh, uh, just got to keep practicing and and keep learning. For all the people that are out there that want to possibly buy gear and then go train themselves, um, from your experience, what do you think that would be? I mean, be like, would you? Uh, knowing what you know now, going to, to class a couple of times and mm. thinking that, oh, yeah, I'm going to put this wing up. I'll be able to fly maybe uh, in a day or so. Uh, it's a big difference from watching people that know what they're doing to actually doing it yourself. So what do you think about uh, possibly training yourself with gear that you get from eBay? There, there's uh, me personally, there's no way I could do it. And um, I don't feel in my opinion that other people uh training themselves is necessarily the the safest way to do it uh can it be done sure but uh i'm not that uh i'm not that person so uh um, i'd recommend anybody that wants to do it to get training and the thing is too because of the way that you are doing your forward inflations and you are nailing it, you got your forward inflation, it's above your head, you're controlling it. If you had a motor on your back, you'd have no problem taking off, right? I mean, you'd have no right. problem taking off. The, the, the flying is not the problem, right? 
it's it's not the it's very difficult to fly it's really not difficult to fly and once you launch you pull right you turn right you pull left you turn left it's really not a difficult you know flying machine however do you know where your wind's aloft? Do you know what to look for as far as, you know, um, looking at sectional charts, right? Are you flying in legal airspace? Do you understand the airspace? There's so many things to learn that, you know, the school tells you or teaches you things that you just don't find on the internet. You know, how, what airspace are you in? How high does it go? What sets on top of that? You know, what um, uh, can you fly? in that particular place because you know you got e uh, at surface right over here can you fly in that e surface right you got your c you got your b you know and uh you got the the layers of uh um, airspace you got notums you got tfrs do you guys check that so there's it's just not flying it's all about the legalities of flying our ultralights um and making sure that we understand that because if you land and there's a bunch of police around you all you got to do is say hey i know my far 103s i did this biggest thing i like and we talked about this too right kevin is if you land and there's an faa guy right there and he goes hey how you doing i'm faa guy and um we got a call from uh, one of your neighbors <laughs> you're flying over their house were you at least two thousand feet over your over their house? What's the, what's the what what is the answer that somebody doesn't know would probably give? Yeah, I was at least two thousand feet. What's the right answer to give? I didn't fly over anybody's house, <laughs> right? Because we're not allowed to <laughs> at any altitude. We're not allowed to fly over our, you know anything that's considered congested. So you basically, if you told the guy, yeah, I was at least two thousand feet over over the house, you just noosed yourself. And you could get fined or, you know, your stuff taken away from you, depending on, you know, what you did and how you did it. TFRs, you know, temporary, temporary flight restrictions. You know, if the president decided to, you know, hey, let's go over this way. And he went right over your state. You didn't check your TFRs and you were flying. Guess what? You were flying with the president going overhead. You're in, you're in a world of trouble. So you need to make sure that you know how to do all this stuff. Flying is easy peasy. It's all the legalities and stuff. Um, that go with it but you've been flying for a while you did your ppg one two now you're working on your ppg i'm sorry ppg one now you work on your ppg two yes sir and then you're gonna be working on your ppg three yep right so it's just hey. levels it's just you basically learn how to fly right you get your basics and then you keep on going back to training you keep on learning and learning and you're still gonna learn i mean i've been in, in uh doing this for a while and I still learn stuff. I still understand things a little bit better um, because I, I read everything I can. I go to advanced classes anytime I get the chance. You know, um, I, I eat, breathe, and sleep this. This is not just a weekend thing for me. So anyway, I guess what I'm, what I'm saying is, yes, you can train yourself to fly, but the legalities is what we are all looking at. And Kevin, you're doing absolutely amazing. I can't wait to get back because you're getting really close to doing some power taxi. I'm planning on coming back, I guess, the 26th, which is a Saturday. So. Which is right after we get back from. Right. Uh, there you go. Matt Sloper says he's uh, got a 28 meter wing. Um, all up weight is 132 kilograms, which is about 291 pounds. And he says ozone spider descent rate is usually 2.8 meters a second. Average. Okay. So 130 kilograms is. 
almost, almost 300 pounds? Yeah, almost 300 pounds. Yeah. 291. Okay. Like okay. I understand. I fly 28 meter wings. And um, when I'm 230 pounds, that thing floats nice. When I'm 250 pounds, which I was before, it takes a while to get up and it does come down heavier. But um, so, yeah, at 250 with my paramotor and full fuel, yeah, it does come down pretty hot. You're right. Um, I guess it all depends on the wing and how big you are. But yeah, if uh, Matt Sloper, you want to get down quickly, you pull the big ears, you can descent from 5,000 feet and you can get out of the way of maybe that airplane that's coming. Maybe you see a gust front or something's coming through that you're like, oh, I better get down as quickly as possible. So yeah, you can get down quickly by just gliding down. But if you need to get down quickly for a reason, big ears is the most benign way of doing it. Does everybody agree that um, has been flying and has done big ears? Uh, sure. I agree. Okay. <laughs> Who said I agree? Will. Will fly. You've done big ears in the past? I have. Um, any other descent technique, uh, spirals or anything like that, wing overs to get down quickly? Uh, well, I mean, the, the, what I usually use are wingovers, mm -hmm. um, you know, and just normal flying spirals. I don't, I'm not, I like the feel of spirals, but I'll, I'll do them on occasion or I'll do them if I'm uh, coming out of a barrel roll or something like that. But normally I'll just do wingovers to come down. The, the, I think the key thing is to remember it's emergency technique. It's just another tool in your toolkit that you can use if you need to. I saw a lot of people went to moonshiners. I didn't know like uh, Gorilla was there, um, Ripman was there. Oh yeah, anyone who is someone comes to moonshiners, man. I, and I saw one. You know, I was watching videos of people taking off, and I saw one dude take off with those bright red shoes. And I was like, I don't know if that's Will or not. I don't know. Might have been. Did you have on red shoes? Yes. Okay, well, maybe it was you. <laughs> yeah, it's just a lot of fun. That's a great place to go. It looked I'm like sorry, I, wish I, I wish I could have went. Yeah, I'm sorry, Susan's not. She was there. Susan and uh, her husband, Kevin, were there. It was a nice turnout. Yeah, and... Do uh, big ears with speed bar. What? Matt Slover's asking, do we do big ears with speed bar? In PG, you're supposed to use speed bar with big ears to maintain forward airspeed. That's what he's saying. There are some wings that don't recommend big ears. So before you try big ears, read your manual to check to see if you if if that wing is uh, recommending you to be able to do big ears. Uh, there's some APCO wings that um, don't want you to do big ears. I've tried them just to see why. Why does it not work? And with power off and me pulling big ears, it does this number. I'm bouncing all around, right? Uh, Roadster, pull big ears, smooth as silk. I can even fly on power. So um, I think that it is probably your wing. Check your manual because wings are different. Yeah. I'm not sure. All right. Um, 
Susan's not here, but she is having her first annual uh, Aurora PPG fly-in. It's a nonprofit, and I don't have the dates in front of me. Does anybody know the dates for her first annual fly-in? Um, I can find out. Don, Don's got it. I'll have her tell me. What's the dates of the Aurora? Yeah. This coming weekend. We know it's this coming weekend. August 11th through the 13th. Gotcha. And I will be on a an Alaskan cruise during that time. Darn it. See, no, I got to see. I'm going to have to redo my schedule as far as my cruises, my yearly cruises, to make sure they don't interfere with any more fly-ins. Because I miss the fly-ins. And you got Central Indiana Paramotor Fly-in August 17th through the 20th, and then Dave Purden's is September 1st to the 4th. That's another good one. Yeah, I want to go there too. I want to go to all of them. Butch, you want to go to some fly-ins, don't you, buddy? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, see, Easy Pace is the same time as Sword to Shore, and I'd have to drive really far to go to Easy Pace, whereas Sword, not Sword to Shore, yeah, Sword to Shore is a lot closer for me, so I don't know. The closest, biggest one to you, Sean and Butch, is probably EAB, ain't it? I think so. You go. I, I know that we're going to be holding our first annual over here also, and I'm not sure when that's going to be. We'll try to figure that out before, before too long, obviously. And then next year, our second annual is going to be April 8th during the solar eclipse. So we're going to figure out what dates that, uh, that that's going to be. So we're going to have some fun, uh, some fun ones. It's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. We have to have our own fly-ins because we just can't make it to the, all the other fly-ins. Darn it. Yeah, you got to start your own. Yeah, yeah. You start your own. Central Arkansas. Anybody can come. Why not? I mean, it's middle right. of uh, the United States. No matter where you are, it's just a quick trip. <laughs> quick trip. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, what I want to do is I want to paracamp. I want to uh, get my my trike all loaded down with uh, camping gear and then fly to one of these uh, fly-ins on the paramotor land pitch the tent stay there hang out then pack up everything later and then take off and come back home now that's that's the way you need to do a fly-in bill he's going to alaska if he sees a paramotor flying by that ship that's going to be pretty crazy <laughs> yep well <laughs> You know, Jim from Canada be like, hey, it's not that cold. Let's just go ahead and fly <laughs> over there. Yeah, yeah. It's only Alaska. <laughs> That's awesome. So Y'all want a screenshot? I can do a quick screenshot. Yeah, because Jim has the best screen on the on in, in the whole panel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jim, if you're there, buddy, all we see is I don't know what we see. <clears throat> Uh, we just got that picture of Will, Will that I swear is just staring at you. No matter what I am, man. He's staring I'm concent <laughs> concentrating. <laughs> Let me see if I can show Will. There we go. Yeah. All right. I My can't background do any, I, went away. I can't do anything else for, for Jim. So this is it. I'm ready All when right. you are. 
Oh, wait. Hey, hey, hey. Do my background. How do I get it back? Oh, don't worry about it. It looks good, Linda. It looks good. Ready? One, two, three. Got it. One more time because Will wasn't smiling. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Glad you do have that screenshot there. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It saved me. It did. So what's new with all you since we don't have um since we don't have Susan here, episode 183. I mean, next week we're gonna have a uh a, a premiere, so it's not gonna be live, but if you guys want to watch the premiere, we're gonna do a podcast. So um it's just not gonna be live, no big deal. Um, and then when's the next where's my phone? Let me see. Let me double check just to make sure. So yeah, the 14th and the 21st, because I'll be gone for the next, for those, for 10 days. So we'll have um, two premieres instead of live podcasts. If we can do it, who who wants to be on the show? Who's who's afraid of being on a live show? So they want to do a pre-recorded show. If you do get up with Linda and that way you can be on her show. Ah. Perfect. That would be a disaster. It'd be on her show, right? <laughs> yeah, my show. Well, even on the premiere, the chat's active, right? Yes. So I see Jim moving around. I don't Look know. Jim. Look, oh, <laughs> there he is. <laughs> you could at least give us a thumbs up for the thumbnail, man. I know, Listen, right? Wait, let's do another what? one because I got my screen back. Okay, okay. What one are you more, talking about? Shot. All right, one more screenshot. Make sure Jim. Wait, he's in a turn. <laughs> yeah, make, sure, Jim, make sure that you uh you watch the road buddy all right one two three got it all right that's a better one all right, all right. goodness Whew. breathe breathe all right we did it okay i'm happy now <laughs> happy camper so what do we want to talk about we got another 20 minutes before we uh Call it a day. Anybody, has any of y'all ever went hang gliding? No, not yet. I want to do that. No, what I want to do, I want to do powered hang gliding. Oh, uh, yeah. That's well, what I when I turned, I think that was my first dive into basically flying. When I when I turned 40, somebody invited me to go hang gliding. I was like, you know what? I'm 40. Screw it. Let's do it. You know, and they're they're like, well, you can go up to 2,000 feet for this price. Or 5,000 feet for this pride. But the, the whole kicker was 2,000 feet, you fly for five minutes and you're on the ground. Mm. 5,000 feet, you stay up 15 to 20 minutes. And it, and it's, you know, they pull you with an ultralight. And then when you get to 5,000, you break away, right? So you're tandem with another guy. But literally when we got to 5,000, they cut us loose and the dude immediately goes, okay, fly it. I'm like, uh, okay. But he let me fly that thing all the way to the ground and land it. He just said, okay, pull, pull. And I, you pull to get your speed up. And then right at the end, you it's, a st- it's the same as paramotor. You flare, and, it, and we had wheels on the, the handle, and it just rolled on the wheels. It was pretty cool. Cool. I, I mean, that does sound neat. Uh-huh. Those things dive in so fast. The other guys that were flying were they come flying in and pull back up real quick it sounds crazy when they go over your head 
Oh, just Same like when people swoosh, you know, swoop in for a, for a landing. They come in and they take that that corner. They're just hauling some butt. They uh, bleed everything off with the with the foot drag and just step out of it. It's crazy. Yeah. See, uh, you were talking about big ears earlier. Did, have you trained anybody to do big ears on the ground, like uh, when you're kiting? Who 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 are you talking to? Me? Sure, yeah, you. Because oh, you can oh. do it while you're on the ground. Um, only with heavier wind, and with heavier wind, you probably don't want to be clipped in because you could get plucked. And you know, with the new student, uh, it doesn't seem like it's uh, it's it's safe. So I have yeah, it's it's benign. You can do it without too much difficulty with the big ears you do have to have a little bit heavier wind but you have to be you you do have to pretty much be clipped in otherwise how do you grab the a's all right now we have not done that now we do have a tow machine so maybe um we can students have already been flying like butch you know that you know has the basics of launching and landing under you know under control and kiting a wing Maybe we can pull him up to 2,000 feet in a free flight harness and teach him over the radio how to do big ears. That, that might be fun. You want to do that, Butch? Sure. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Right. Well, he's got a trike, so he would be able to create his own wind and do it right on ground. Yeah. Um, to me, it's all about safety, right? So, I mean, big ears is benign, but we need to make sure that we're in a... Uh, we do it all safe, right? So one of the things that uh, we can do is, and I haven't done big ears with the trike. Uh, trike is a little bit heavier, you know, so it it makes it makes the wing a little bit more dynamic than you're used to. So for a new student, um, like brand new, like Butch, probably not with a trike. I would say that the, it'd be kind of dynamic because when you lose 50% of your wing, you know, it's, you, you can it can be a little bit more dynamic. You can start getting some, uh, some oscillations up there. And, you know, with a new student um, with under 30 flights, I don't think that's, I don't think that's the way to go. Maybe after 50 flights, we could do something, but I think uh, taking them up on a free flight harness with the tow machine would be the safest way of doing it. You know, everything that you got to, I mean, everything that you do, it's, it's always risk versus reward for you, right. For, for you as a pilot, for someone that's instructing and helping other people, that risk versus reward is all on them. If something happens, it's them. It's not me, right? So we want to make sure that everything that they do is extremely safe. And, you know, they got to make sure that we got to make sure that they are up to it also. Yeah, maybe you should try it, Sean, and then you'll know how easy it is. What, a big ears on a trike? On the ground. What's that? Yes, big ears on a trike or big ears while you're on the ground kiting. Oh, I've done big ears on the ground kiting. I just haven't done it. I just haven't um, taught students how to do it yet. Yeah, Paul, I have that VR simulator app. The PPG went, well, you can either fly a trike or foot launch with that simulator. It, it's pretty cool. I think it, it, it kind of cheats a little bit. Like if you want to go and just do PG and try to find thermals, it basically tells you where the thermals are instead of having to guess. So you can just fly over and hit a thermal and keep getting rised up. What is I, this? I, what is this that you? What is this? And where do you it's go? It's a um, 
it's an app for like the Oculus two um, or one. And oh. it's basically you fly a paramotor or or a trike and where around. What is it? What is it called? I haven't seen. Oh, uh, I don't remember. It's something glider, um, glider something. Because I got an Oculus too. I've not seen anything. Oh glider yeah, it, sim, ain't it? They, I think that's it. Glider sim. You might be right. Because I've got it. Uh, I've got it under Steam, so I've got it for the PC. Okay, yeah, I do it with the uh, Oculus. It's it's pretty cool. Glider Sim. Okay. Yeah, Glider Sim. Yeah, there it out. is. That's it. But ain't, ain't uh, Big Ears part of uh, the PPG3? Glider the Sim. Paragliding simulator, but it lets you fly a paramotor or a trike or, or whatever. I know when I first got I got it when it was still beta, and we were talking with the developers. When I first got it, it made me sick to my stomach. It really... It gets you because you're you're sitting still with this thing on your head, and the whole world is moving around. It, it'll make you sick if you're not ready for that. So, are you talking about this glider sim, like that's on your um, that's on your uh, Apple? Yeah, but you can get it on the um, Oculus. Just when you when you have your Oculus on, go look up glider sim. Uh -huh. You'll find it. It's, it's no real way. cheap. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I I've downloaded the glider sim on this, but it's not the best in the world. But I bet on the Oculus it might be good. It's pretty cool. I mean, it doesn't have the best graphics. He has improved it some, but yeah, it's not. You're not going to be seeing detailed stuff on the ground or anything like that. I mean, it can definitely use some improvement. But if it's raining outside and you can't fly, it's cool. You know, you can. You actually hold your joysticks and pull your brakes and stuff. It's it's pretty cool. And try to spot land. It lets you do a lot of spot landing exercises, which is neat. Oh, they do have it on here. Twenty five bucks. Twenty five dollars. Yeah, I didn't pay that much for it. Available through App Lab. This app is available through App Lab and may be experimental or still in development. Yeah. Warning apps from App Lab have not gone through the full MetaQuest review process, so they may include unknown issues related to comfort, performance, or other factors. Yeah. Oh, I, I did not know that IRL um, or uh, you, can drove. you can fly with friends and chat on the radio. I didn't know you could do that. That's pretty with, cool. With what? With that app. Apparently, other people really? that have Oculus can go up and fly with you and you can chat. I don't no know. Way. Oh, wow. This one looks like a lot better than the one that's... Oh, wow. Yeah. This looks a lot better than <clears throat> the iPhone app. Yeah. Well, yeah it's yeah. better for 25 bucks. There you go. Well, that's cool. Yeah, I'll, I'll check it out. It'd I mean, be something cool to try. You know, um, the the launches are... There, it's not going to be like you run and take... You basically hit the gas and you're in the air. That's not realistic at all. With the trike, too, you just and you're in the air so it's not it's not realistic that way but the flying part's pretty pretty good it's pretty spot on the glide ratio all that is right on the money the simulator um, that lone star's got you actually set a harness and got your brakes it sense it just when you're doing it you can feel the g's even though you're not it's it's weird oh wow that's crazy i got a a 30 off code for oculus using oculus 30 oh there you go so even cheaper <laughs> might as well man 
I, I could. Oops, damn it. No, I didn't want to do that yet. Stop, stop, stop. Yeah, try it out. See what you think. I haven't used it in a while. My Oculus is, oh, it's in it's in the cabinet back there. I didn't know where I had it. Um, are you going to get the new one? I don't know. What new? Oh, the new Oculus? No, because they haven't upgraded enough for me. I got the first one and the second one, but this new one, I don't think they did enough of an upgrade for me to get it. Now, like the new PSVR 2 looks great because it's got way better resolution. But that, the Oculus needs, I think they need another year to come out with an even better one. Then I might get it with better resolution. The Oculus 3 that's coming out. Yeah, right. That one's not, I just didn't want to get it because I've already got the first two and the third one doesn't improve a whole lot. It's it lighter. Yeah. It seems like it has a really good improvement. So, you know, I mean, I started off with the Oculus 2, and um, I would like to uh, develop more videos, 360 videos, flying and stuff like that through the Oculus. Yeah, there's the Oculus 1. I got, I got all of them. They're just, um, that so one's what? definitely old. Why would not you get the Oculus 3 if that one's coming out? I mean, who knows? I might. I know you I'm, will. I'm a sucker for new gadgets. So I yeah. am too. Butch, <laughs> am I a sucker for gadgets? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every know. time we got to go by the electronics department. Every time. I'm hanging my head in shame, but it's true. <laughs> yeah, I gave Aviator hell about the new EFI paramotor. I was like, because the video they did on it, they basically said, well, the dealer... The dealer paramotors that we're using have more features than what the production model is going to have. What? And I was like, yeah, that's what he said. And I'm like, why in the hell would somebody buy that if it if the production model has less features? And he's like, well, um, we're working with Viterazi on it. But right now it's so that we can diagnose problems with people that buy the EFI motor. That sounds weird. Yeah. I was like, okay, so you're taking features away. I don't know what features that they were talking about, but the, the dealer ones have a lot more features than the, the production model that they're going to be putting out. Hmm. At least right now. I don't know if they plan on changing that. But Interesting. <clears throat> I can't wait to go fly an EFI machine. I think that'd be fun, but I still think my next paramotor is going to be uh electric one from uh open ppg uh the sp140 ah here we go i said wait you're saying a dealer unit has more features on the efi controller than what someone would get paying for pull full price for it and he and aviator replied and said the dealer unit allows us to service clients units we agree that it's not an ideal system but we're currently locked into what viterazi prescribes while they consider the right to repair laws in the U.S. Hmm. In well, <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I, I talked with Kangook America, and um, they they said that uh, production won't be here until January for consumers to buy, and even then, you know, it's not going to be a, a whole bunch. So it probably would be later on in the summer before you could even get one 
and probably next year, the following year, not next year, 2024, but probably 2025 would be more uh, along the line of being able to get them on a regular basis. I, I figured they're, what they're going to do in the beginning, and I don't know if they'll change this, but in the beginning, they're trying to recoup some of the money they used in research and development to pay to get the money back they spent. But maybe the if enough people buy them, then the price will start going down, hopefully, because right now it's, you know, it's a little bit a little bit more chunk of change to get one of those things. Well, it's also a factory R that they're putting it on. It's just not a regular one that we can get. You know, it's just not a regular uh, Moser 185, like a My 20, 21, 22, 23, whatever. It's a factory R that they're putting this stuff on. I do know that it's a different crankcase. So you can't like, like I have a factory R, I can't take my factory R and go turn it into an EFI. It doesn't work that way. So oh, they're changing. Oh, they're so they're changing up pretty much everything. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Mm. So huh. we'll just have to see. I know, I know they're really good on gas from everything I've seen. It's basically double what you are already getting. So um, and it, it really depends on how, how you run the motor, I guess. But and with the gas prices going up like they are, it's like, hmm, yeah, I'd like to get better fuel economy up there flying. Yeah. I mean, which what do we what do we run through? We run through what a hundred bucks a day in gas between us yeah, and, and this, students. Yep, this past weekend we went through a uh, hundred and seventy dollars in two days. Dang yeah. gum, man! Yeah, not, not including all the oil that we put through it too. No, that's, I mean, no, that that's just gas that we bought. Yeah, I need to get some more oil myself. Well, Sean's got like a freaking stockpile of oil, but I need to get some more oil myself. <laughs> you can't go wrong with the saber but yeah i saw y'all got the saber i'm using motul i may get i may end up switching over to the saber but i use the motul 710 and the 800 and um the the difference between the two as far and and the uh the the saber the difference between the motul and and the amsoil is a huge difference i mean uh we run them through multiple machines Right. Mm -hmm. So we've tried multiple machines with the Motsil, multiple machines with the K2, multiple machines with the uh, Amsoil. And the Amsoil always comes out much cleaner and it burns. It, it feels like there's more power. So I don't know. But from what we've felt on multiple machines, the Sabre seems to do a lot better. Hmm. It does. Does it cost more than the Motul or is it cheaper than the Motul? I guess it depends if you get them through me or through Amazon. Because if you get them through me, I'm going to get you a deal. Oh, well, because I because I, I buy them, you know, at um, at uh, wholesale price. So I give everybody deals. You know that. Buy that by the gallon. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We, yeah, yeah we've gone through yeah. we've gone through two gallons in this past weekend. <laughs> no, 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 uh, the oil. We've gone through, um, how many gallons have we gone through? I know that we've gone, we're on our, what, third gallons in a month or so, month or two? Yeah, it's been we, I don't, I don't, I, I don't fly that as much as you guys, because y'all can basically go out outside and just fly. I, I have mm -hmm. to wait for the right opportunity when I can, when I got time off. It sucks, so I don't, I don't use as much oil, but. I mean, eventually I'd use it, right? I just don't want it going bad. I probably should get a smaller thing of it. I don't think oil goes bad. The The ratios are still the same, though. You're still going to run it whatever 
50 to 1 or whatever you normally would. Well, we always do 51. I know Vitarazzi said 66 to 1, but we still stick it at uh, 50 to 1 and a, and a bit more. That yeah. would burn, you know, I mean, I'd rather have a little extra oil on my motor than to, you know, have a piston with a hole in it. Just saying. Oh, yeah, definitely. But uh, yeah, we usually buy oil in um, big bulk and we usually spend about um, $800 to to get all of our oil i mean we buy a lot of oil wow yeah and we have a ton of gas cans and we buy gas all the time uh the racing the racing jugs are the best so far racing jugs butch bp racing jugs yes they do yeah that's what i got it was supposed to be red but they sent me an orange one, which is weird because it matches my paramotor. So I was like, well, I guess I'll just keep this one in. <laughs> oh, somebody can just find a good electric pump that fits a nose that won't go out after two cans of fuel. Wow, that fast? Your electric pump that died and your electric pump died that quick? Yeah. Wow. I went through three. Well, I got the I got the big funnel coming off mine, so I literally I can just barely lean it and it goes right in my tank. Yeah. I don't That's even have to worry about pumping it. That's what I do too. And we got the jiggle. There's a, you know, a jiggle yeah. siphon, right? So you um, have your, uh, your jug on top of a rolly thing that's higher than your paramotor. Mm-hmm. And all you do is you jiggle it and you can, you know, you can um, uh, fuel up all sorts of paramotors pretty darn quick. Oh, so. yeah. Yeah, Paul, that's pretty much, I think all of us are running about 50 to 1. I mean, you can go 66 to 1, but um, I'm still 51. I'm probably going to stay that way. Yeah. I think the 50 to 1 burns cleaner. I haven't had any problems with any of our rings, our pistons, and we burn through a lot. I do not get fouled plugs, Paul, at all. My plug yeah. is never fouled. Well, how, how often do you change them? We change them every 10 hours because they're so damn cheap. I'm just now getting, yeah, they are cheap. I'm just now at 10 hours, though. So I, if I was going to change it now, would be the time. I got to go back and retorque the head bolts. All that needs to be done right now, about 10 hours is when you do it. So then 25 and then so on. Yeah, every 10 hours we uh, pull off the head, we take a look, we look inside, we check everything, we change out the spark plug, and we have had zero problems. I mean, the cost of a plug is what, two, three bucks? And, you know, when it fouls up, you don't fly. So I change it out my every 10 hours and no problems. Hmm. But I also buy the spark plugs in bulk, you know, so comes uh-huh. in. 50 or 100 you know spark plugs and i don't care about changing them out because they're right there in front of me and like i said what if they're cheap they you know it's and uh, a fouled plug can ruin a good weekend you go out there and you try to start it doesn't do anything guess what john wayne says he quit using moto 800 because its burn temperature is extremely high and it causes the muffler packing to get saturated quickly hmm that's why, Butch, when I was using that um, that Moldsoul, that uh, most of 25, it's so loud. We're going to have to replace that packing. Uh-huh. Yep, that silencer. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. It, it will kill that silencer. All right, I'll get some Sabre oil. Yeah. 
I'll be having to get in contact with Sean here. I'm I'm almost out of my Mo tool, so as soon as I get a little bit closer, I'll, I'll just order some from you. Well, if you come by and fly with me, I'll give you some. I'd love to. I mean, that that give me the greatest because I could come down there and try a trike or something. I'd be like, oh yeah, let's do this. This it's just so damn far. But I like um, with the sabers, you can get them in the little packs, so you can stick two packs in your pouch for if you happen to run out of fuel out somewhere. You've got a gallon worth of oil right there to get you. Oh, back. that's cool. Yeah. Right. That's cool. Is, are those the packs that I gave you, JB? No, I got some in myself. I got, I think yeah. about fifty of them in. Yeah, we we give those out to the students too. We got a little packet that we give out, so we give them the oils and the little packets and stuff like that. Which yeah. reminds me, guys, if you're watching this and you haven't got your oil, come and see me. Come fly with me, so you can get some oil, man. But uh, hey, it's eight o'clock. Oh yeah, so we're, we're done. That was a and fun... we even started early. Yeah, that was that was really that's why we're done because we actually went to more than an hour, <laughs> but we went more an hour beforehand, so that works out great. So, anyways, guys, uh, my name is Sean Simons, PPG Grandpa. You can find me over at runtothesky.org. Susan Ray was our guest, but uh, they are having some problems over there with the weather, and not only did she, but also will fly lost power. So, Susan Ray owns or runs uh, AuroraPPG.org. It's a nonprofit organization. Links down below in the description. Check it out if you get the chance. Uh, we also have uh, Run to the Sky. It's also a nonprofit, runtothesky.org. And we help disabled veterans and disabled people um, not only fly, learn to fly, but we also can make our own adaptive flying machines. So it's really cool. If you ever get the chance, uh, come on over and check out what we do over at Run to the Sky in BB, Arkansas. It's awesome. Anyways, uh, JB, tell us a little bit about your company, what you do, and um, your cool decals that we're going to be making for Run to the Sky uh, for our shop, too. Yep, as soon as I get the, the measurements I need, I'll uh, we'll get them all whipped up for you. But yeah, we deal with uh, a lot of vinyl decals, put on your windows, your trailer, your car, your, your wall, your refrigerator, whatever you want. Uh, we also do mugs, tumblers, can koozies and so forth and what is nice about it we we now have a mobile trailer so we'll be setting it flying events and this and that so if you've got something that you'd like on your phone or whatever you can get with me there and we can whip you right up right on site what kind of trailer did you get by the way i just got a, a six by 12 enclosed i want to go bigger but that's a another year or so out i want to go bigger and it also uses lots of gas when you're hauling something like that we got ourselves a pop-up and we um we got uh, uh, a big trail what, what size trail was that butch a 28 28 footer so we got a 28 footer that we hauled from Texarkana, and uh that used what double the gas three times three times the gas yeah and when we had the pop-up camper it what you couldn't even couldn't tell even but you can right. haul a lot less unfortunately it's hard to haul paramotors and wings and trikes 28 foot did you get 28 foot so you could put trikes in there i mean that's that's huge well bush is going to gut it and make it a uh, toy hauler yeah, see i want a 26 foot but i also want to turn it into a camper slash where i run jvppg out of because like someone need a bigger area because by 
this time next year, I will be doing custom t-shirts right straight out of that trailer also. Nice. So things will be changing in about a year, what we're hoping for. Well, hopefully you'll be back over here uh, for our second annual Run to the Sky fly-in. And it'll be during the solar eclipse, which will be wrong. Yes, I, I am going to plan vacation for that. I definitely want to be part of that. Yes, absolutely. I agree. Well, thank you, JB, uh, for everything that you do for us and the sport. Um, Scuba Steve, man, you do so much for the sport and for the vaping peeps. You got, uh, you, you're not only on here, but you also have your own podcast on Fridays over at paramotordude.com. Tell us a little bit about that and what you do during your show. Um, yeah, my show is Friday nights, 8 to 10 Eastern Standard Time. Um, yeah, you can just go to paramotordude.com. That'll take you right to my YouTube channel. I, I post video. I do live shows then, and I also post videos of my paramotor adventures. Whether I have a good flight or a bad landing, I still post it. I think everybody can learn from that, including myself. You know, if, if you watch bad landings and stuff, you can pick up a lot from that. So my show, we just talk about vaping and paramotor stuff. So come check it out. Absolutely. And it's a great show. You got to check it out if you haven't done so already. Yeah. And of course, we got our very own Linda Anderson, our Paramom from ParamomUSA.com with the little <laughs> palm palms. And she I, owns she owns I, a son that is a podcaster too. So fun. I love this show. I, you know, I I'm listening, you know, to you guys and everything. Um, yeah, I'll I'll try to get uh I'll get Susan on, you know, another time. We'll figure it out. Um yeah, this is fun. And like I said, if anybody, you know, you want to be a guest on my show, just go to paramomusa.com. I'll take you right to my Facebook page and just DM me and just say, hey, I'd like to be a guest on your show some Monday night. And um, yeah, I'll get you all set up because you can tell we always have. It's always fun. And I've got some trying to get some things lined up for September. So we'll chat about that later. Because it's, you know, it's a secret. It's all Will's fault. He sent the severe weather this way. All right. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Oh, boy. So, um, yeah. So be after we go just to the after show for a minute, I just have a couple questions, Sean, and then that's it. Excellent day. So and, thank you, uh, Chatters. Appreciate y'all. Tell, tell us about your son and what he does on Thursday. Oh, yes, yes. Oh, gosh. See, I'm all out of sync here tonight. Yes, my, my son, uh, Robert Michaels, has a show on Thursday nights, paraglidingtalk.com. And uh, we are, it, it's such a fun show. I just love it. I love hanging with everybody, and I appreciate everybody that joins us on Thursdays. And everybody just keeps coming back, and you never know what guests he's going to have, what we, you know, we'll be talking about. And, uh, yeah, it's fun. And don't forget on Wednesday nights. Just want to fly. So make sure you tune into that and subscribe to the channel. And uh, yeah, we got Deweese and we got Jay Lear and Eric Lear every Wednesday night. They always have cool guests. So make sure you jump on there, jump in the chat, say hello, all that good stuff. And uh, Northern Lights Paramotor LLC rocks it. 
I'm telling you, I am so ready for another tandem. But, you know, I just found out, I forgot that Northport has a fly-in this weekend. Somebody just messaged me and I'm like, ah, oh, I should have planned it out better, you know, to get over there. Cause it's only like an hour from me, but uh, anyway, maybe next year. So, but y'all fly safe out there, you know, be smart. Don't get all, get all crazy. Um, Butch, I'm, I'm so impressed how far you've come with your flying. I mean, you're, you're just like, this dude's like a natural. <laughs> yeah, he has come a long way. I'm impressed myself. Yep. Oh my gosh, yeah. I am. I like it's like you have well, most most everybody no fear, you know. And I have to laugh because, you know, I I'll get up in the air, you know, and do these tandems anytime anybody wants to take me up, right? But I went <laughs> to a little county fair um over the weekend or whatever and uh kids were on the Ferris wheel. And I was like, nope, nope. I feel safer going on a tandem, 2,000 feet in the air on a tandem, as to sitting at the fair and some of those rides are on the, you know, on a, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the paramotors are not looking straight down. Uh, <laughs> I just, yeah. yeah. 250,000 without power in North Carolina. Oh my goodness. Yeah. That's so real, real quick, how many of y'all were like, are afraid of heights? Like, you know, just to get on a ladder or something. No, not, I, um, not a ladder, but yeah, I'd say I got I just, a pair of heights. I don't okay. want, you won't see me on a ladder. No. Um, you, when you see uh, anybody on a ladder, it's going to be Butch. Um, you won't see me on a ladder. Oh, hell no. Really? Mm -mm. No. Man, no. I, I'll see me up a tree, 100 foot tall. Don't bother me a bit. No. Nope. So you're like a spider monkey. You just yeah, get up there. I love, and, yes, I love that's, it. I don't bother that's me. my boys were there a little. Yeah. Butch I mean, always climbing on something or, you know, we had a huge barn and I remember coming out there two and four years old and I'm, I'm hearing the kids and I couldn't see them. And I look up and they are, they're on, they, they were in the attic, you know, of the barn or whatever. Yeah. And they went up the ladder and uh, it was just like, hi mom, what's going on? Yeah, we're okay. You know, and I almost had a heart attack. So I, yeah, I you, know, to, you never outgrow it. That's yeah, I used to climb, uh, um, like CB antennas and whatnot, and just hang from a ratchet strap tied around my waist while I'm putting the antennas up as a teenager. Uh, I used to climb fire towers when I was a teenager. <laughs> I want to be that guy that climbs a tower and change a light bulb at the top of those big uh, yeah, TV towers. That, yeah, that don't bother me. <laughs> John's like, uh, nope. No, nope. but I will fly around you while you're doing that with <laughs> no fear whatsoever. I will fly around it and I'll get up thousands of feet and watch you do it from way above because I feel safer on a paramotor than I do on a ladder or anything else. And you won't see me on top of a roof either. I'm still saying I think they're high enough that you can base jump off of to get down a little faster. I'm not a base jumper either. It's just no base jumping, huh? I had a no, friend that did that. She or her daughter did that base jumping. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I bungeed when I was younger, uh, when I was uh, in Canada. Um, I think I told the story before. Um, came across uh, a bunch of people doing, you know, the bungees and stuff. And I didn't want to pay for that price. I mean, that price was, was just too much. And they said, well, you know, if you do it nude, it's free. So that was my first time that I bungeed. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> they did that not far from here. Actually, they did that not far from here with uh, skydiving. Mm. And like I said, I've already jumped once, and I know how cold that is. I am. <laughs> I think skydiving would be that'd be cool. I think the only thing I I think I would be afraid of is uh when you have to land. Without just, landing and breaking your legs. It's just oh. like in a paramotor. Yeah, just like a paramotor, you just come down light. It's jumping out of the plane part. It's like, I don't want to jump out of a perfectly good airplane. Believe it or not, I was more afraid, not really afraid, it was just leery of when the canopy opened. I was waiting to get jarred around with the straps around my legs real tight, like in a kiting harness. I'm, I'm, I'm a, fine. They open real slow and it didn't jar me at all. So here, once he handed me the controls, I come all the way to the ground. I'm, I'm afraid of canopies too. I, I don't like any of that uh, fluid that comes out of Oh, canopy. I thought you meant a uh-huh. canopy. Not a, okay, whatever. All right. All right. Hey, Kevin. Jump in a hot air balloon. I don't Kevin, know why. Kevin, are you afraid of uh, are you afraid of heights, Kevin? Um, yes and no. Um, I'm leery of ladders. I can only yeah. go so high on them. Um, I'll get on one, but uh, when it starts wobbling or doing something crazy, then mm-hmm. I've got to come down. So yeah. uh, just just uh, get with which fly. Which fly does ladders? Don't mind a bit. All right. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, sure, no problem. There's yeah, so like, many problems. new name now, Spider Monkey. <laughs> <laughs> Not the first time I've been called that. How <laughs> <laughs> did I know? <laughs> That's awesome. I, I think, Kevin, that, you know, the first time you go fly, you know, even though you may be afraid of heights, when you're strapped into a paramotor and you know that you're in control and it's 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 impossible to fall out of a paramotor matter of fact there's a lot of students that came over it's like i'm afraid about falling out of a paramotor so we put them in the simulator we get them all buckled in and i'm like all right go ahead and try to fall out they can't obviously all right so unbuckle your legs and try to fall out they couldn't fall out unbuckle your chest and your other chest try to fall out try to fall out they can't get out of the harness right? Get it, get it off the, the shoulder pads, try to fall out. They would swing, they would swing, they would try. They couldn't get out. Even without being clipped in and without having the shoulders on, they couldn't even get out of uh, the simulator. So they're like, okay, I feel much better. I think you nailed it right there is the fact that you can be scared of heights, but when you're in a paramotor, you know you have the control. You get too high where you, you get scared, you can just bring your altitude down, back down yeah. to a comfortable area. Exactly. Man, oh man, that's too fun. Well, this was really fun. I had a good time. A good show. We had a good show. Like, so we'll get Susan back on here. We'll figure out, you know. So, Sean, you're the you're going to be gone on your cruisy cruisy again. Yeah, for two weeks. In the so, Alaska. Yeah, we'll be gone for the next two uh, Mondays, so we will not be able to do that. Um, so. Let's uh, see about um, getting Susan on and let's do the podcast uh, recorded and then have her um, uh, be on one of the shows that will premiere. You want to do that? Well, you're going to leave for my birthday. I see how it is. 15th of August. I'll be 
55. So young. So young, I know, right? I'm I'm still awesome at foot launching. You're just, you're just a spring chicken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, at Kevin, 60, you, though, you, I might need a trike. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, do both. Do both. Number. Yeah, you know, I, I do like, want to do both. I'm, I'm going to get, well, I'm still waiting on Sean to make the basic trike video. He'll post other videos 8 million times, but he won't make that video. What do, you, what do you want? I want to see you put a paramotor. I want to see how the basic trike hooks to the paramotor. I want oh, to see the clamps. Oh, I want to see that. how that works. All right. So, but because my that. frame is a little different than a, a pair of jet and all that, I want to see how does it clamp on to the frame so that I know what'll work for my situation. Send me um, a video of the the feet of your paramotor, the bottom of your paramotor, how it connect or how it would connect. Just uh, go around the, the bottom. Okay. Uh, so we can take a look. And um, we just put on, we just put a trike on. We just yeah, put a, a, a yeah, yeah, we just put a paramotor on train. Uh, basic, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what I want to get is that one. Oh, oh that's recommendations. The... Uh CT fly, as far as the Baofang radio, I'll show you what I got. Um not that one, that's the air radio. The most common one that everybody gets is either a UV5R, which is this one. Or you can get a UV 5R plus, which is this one. And then now these hook up with a standard, like it's got a, a, a big 3.5 millimeter jack and then a smaller jack that plugs in on the side. Now this one is one of their newer ones. This is a UV 68 PM. Um, it has a whole different type of connector. All it has on the side of this radio is a bunch of flat gold pins. And I actually found this connector that it hooks into a regular Baofang type cable. So I'm able to plug this in and use it on my PBG smoke headset. So this, yeah, this one's supposed to be 10 watts, but they lie. It's really five watts. Don't believe the hype. Um, it's the only one I know that has FM radio built into it. If you want to listen to radio for some reason, but it has a quick clip, which I like. So you can just, you can have this already on your harness. But it's, it won't come off unless it's upside down and straight up. So it's, it's going to be really hard. Like, you can't get it loose when it's up like this, which is the way it would be on you. And I also bought the little shorty antennas to go with it. So there's your choices. They're, the radios usually range around $28 to $34. You can get them off Amazon. You can get them off Timu. Uh, Timu sells a buttload of them. And they're cheap. I just don't like having so much stuff on my paramotor. Like I just there's I just don't have a radio. I don't. Well, you need to because of the airspace that you're in. Oh yeah. Well, this is just a two meter. The airband. I would not recommend this one because this is a a, a Yesu 550L. This is my airband radio, but it will not hook to my smoke headset. The for some reason the PTT switch is. It's a switching ground, so no matter what cable, I bought like five cables trying to rig something up. It will not work. Mm. Yesu, however you want to say it, does not make a cable that is compatible that I can use, so it sucks. I should have went with uh, the ICOM 
I think those hook up the same way the Balfangs do hmm. for, for an air radio, which I got to have to be able to talk to the towers. And some of the airports that you fly at require you have a radio. So I need that radio. I need a radio. That's, I'm probably going to buy another air radio. That one was not cheap. So hmm. we got an air radio over at the Paramount Ranch, but it's just so we can hear what's going on down on the ground. Nobody takes it up. It's just, you know, on oh, yeah. radio. But I like my cell phone and my desktop. It yeah. saved our tail on uh, when we flew Kitty Hawk. Um, I. What? Uh oh, storm's coming in for him now. Make sure you need you need to stay low. There's a plane. There's two planes coming behind us, and literally the plane went. I wish I had my camera going right over our head. I was like, "Holy crap, that was close!" Just barely over our heads, and we were only at maybe 150 feet. Wow. Yeah, yeah they were patrolling the beach, but I mean, what, he kind, was of tur- what kind of turbulence did you get with that uh, plane going over you? None. I didn't feel surprised. Yeah, yeah, I was uh, right by a, a helicopter too. Nothing, couldn't even feel it. Huh? And they came pretty close to me too. So I don't know. Um, I still would stay away from planes and helicopters, obviously. But um, I have not felt wake or anything turbulence from helicopters or planes that came close or flew in front of me. If you did, it'd probably be a bad thing. So you don't want to feel that. <laughs> I don't want to feel it. I haven't felt it. I mean, I don't feel invincible and I don't go searching for it either. But, right, right. you know, um, I know that if something does fly over me or beside me, you know, I, I'm the wing's not going to, you know, collapse and I'm not going to fall out of the sky. So I feel pretty safe, cool. especially with reserves. Reserves are great. All right, so we went another 20 minutes. We're going to JB, JB oh. you look so young. Whoa, JB. JB. Oh you look so God. young. I know what it is. He shaved. <laughs> That's it. Oh, JB shaved. Okay. It's like that movie, <laughs> Big. Yeah. <laughs> After all, I heard you were, I was not kiting at 20 miles an hour, Tony, especially on that beach. We <laughs> might have had a five mile an hour wind. <laughs> oh, you're busting my balls. I figures. <laughs> no, Tomorrow's, not Tony. No. Tomorrow seems like it's going to be a nice day. Butch wants to go out and fly. So um, let's go ahead and say goodbye to everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. 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 you live in two, three Bye. more weeks. Uh, the next two shows are going to be Memorex, not live. If you remember those, are you old enough to remember it's live and not Memorex or Memorex not live? Okay, that oh, yeah, I love saying that. Yeah, just like my Betamax, right? All right, so uh, we'll see you in three weeks. The next two weeks are going to be uh, premieres, and we're going to be <laughs> doing hopefully a show with Susan Ray that will be uh, premiering on one of the two uh, Mondays that I'm going to be gone. Well, and the other one, who knows what we're going to do? We'll do something. Have fun in Alaska. Make sure you get some video of the glaciers or something when you go up between them. I am so ready for some cool or some cooler uh, air. Oh, you definitely going to be in some cooler air. (laughs) This has been atrocious. This this heat is just insanely brutal this year. You're going to go from that heat and go up there and you're just going to freeze. I've always wanted to go from... Uh, from cold, like when it's really cold here, to hot. I've never wanted to go from hot to cold, but I can, I can see your point. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, I, I have, I, when it's hot, you can only take off so much clothes. When right. it's cold, you can put on some really good layers and stay warm. So, you know. Anyway, uh, Linda wants to chat with us after the show. So let's go ahead and say goodbye, everybody. We're going to um, uh, cut a live stream and we're going to stay on here and chat for a couple minutes um, to find out what Linda wants to talk about. It's probably some good gossip. <laughs> so, no. guys, y'all have a great day and thank you so much for joining us tonight. We'll see you in three weeks, but the next two weeks will be Memorex. Peace out, y'all. Deuces. <laughs> deuces. No, no more deuces, dude. <laughs>